Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, uh, good night. Uh, this is the Edible Valley Podcast. I'm William Stringer. And I'm Chef Jonathan Fraser. And today we're going to talk a little bit about menus. Do you ever wonder where your food comes from? That's what got us started on this adventure. In each episode, we ask experts to weigh in on the food topics that matter to you, from growers to producers to chefs. And I challenge John, Darren, and you to learn more about your food and the stories behind it. From our hub on Vancouver Island in the beautiful Comox Valley, join us as we explore our edible valley. All right, so as you may tell, we are a little bit rusty. Uh, because we haven't actually done a podcast for about, how long is it, John? Uh, let's just say we did the last one was way back when I, in June, when I went Gosh. to Niagara Falls, which yes. then sat in the queue and never got uploaded until just recently. Oh, has it been uploaded? It's been uploaded. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're basically a bit rusty, uh, but we are we are ready to go. We've got some great podcasts going. We've just both been really busy. I don't know, baby... New business for you. Oh, I got new business. married. Married. <laughs> Honestly, so just if you're having a go at us, give us a break. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, we're doing our best. I'm selling my house. Will's selling my house for oh, me. Oh, I'm a so. realtor now, by the way. <laughs> so if you're looking for a house, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Uh, should we give the address? Yeah. <laughs> Write to me if you want the address. It's an absolute bargain. Um, so today on the Edible Valley podcast, we are talking about menus. That's correct. Let's get into the nitty gritty and let's just like talk about some different styles of menus and why yeah. we have menus. Like what's the point in having a menu? There's a surprisingly large amount of menus available. I just thought it's a menu, but it's not the case. Now, I, I did say quickly, can I quickly give a recipe? Go for it. All right. Really easy. If you're frying some eggs, before you fry the eggs, get a nice handful of feta and crumble it into the oily frying pan round the edge of the frying pan. So there's a big circle of feta that is gradually bubbling and warming up. And after about two or three minutes, then crack the eggs in the middle as you normally would. And then when you've finished, you've got this almost halloumi-like salty, delicious, cheesy perimeter of eggy goodness. This sounds like your five-minute I'm really hungry. Yeah. Little yeah, yeah. snack, yeah, nice. really good. Uh, and if you're low on carbs, great. I've barely any carbs in any of that. It is so delicious, and you don't need to add any salt to the eggs because the salt is you coming got, through in the feta, of course. And it kind of goes into this kind of lovely, warm, hard, bubbly, fettery cheese, but it's warm. It sounds great. It sounds like it'd be wonderful, really like good. some nice stewed tomatoes or on top of some you know, nice hash browns. Uh, that was Eva's recipe, my other half. Uh, if you want the recipe, uh, well, I'll give you a number. Are you ready? You've got a pen? Uh, 250. <laughs> That's all I'm giving you. Probably not the best idea to give you <laughs> phone numbers. Um, all right, John, menus. All right. Well, what is, what is the point of a menu? Let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, I mean, basically, your menu's there to communicate to your customer what you have to offer. Yeah. You know, it's to give a detail of what's what the food is that you're presenting. What do you think uh, this latest trend of sitting down and they don't give you menus and you gradually get more and more annoyed and then they come to take your order and you're getting ready to be like, hey, you forgot the menus and then everyone around you on the table is looking through the menu on their phone. 
Uh, well, that's uh, that's the new thing, and I'm like, it it scares scares me because yeah. I can barely read on my phone without my glasses or oh. a regular menu. So I do you know what I do though. I yeah, say, I say very nicely because bless them, I know what they're trying to do, and I'm not I'm not having a go. But I say I'd like a physical menu, please, and yeah. they always have them, and most people have them. So yeah, so we start off with communicating it. And so maybe that's one of the communications, that little QR card on the side of the yeah. table that says, check out our menu, it's on here. Uh, and that also gives you the ability to tell the varieties of dishes that you have on the on the menu and some of the different tastes and flavors that go through them. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, it gives you the option of telling people whether it's vegetarian, whether it's vegan, gluten-free, you know, special cuisines. It's The menu is there just to give you all the information you need or as much information as you possibly can. Do you ever find that menus can have too much stuff on them like what should you think when you look at a menu because it, it, it can either go it's a perfect zone where you're like oh great or there can be too little information or too much information it's it's a very fine there's an art to writing menus i definitely say that mm. i mean you need your key things on there you need your pricing yeah, uh, you know, you need to be able to upsell a little bit, like adding mm-hmm. items on there, so you can see, like, oh, add a chicken, add prawns. Um, you know, it's it's just having those those little things on there. But yeah, there's a point that if each end menu item takes one page to go through, yeah, you're, you're not gonna it's stressful. You're, you're gonna get stressful, and a yeah. menu with too much stuff on is. I gonna mean, be stressful. yeah, I, I like to go into a restaurant and really spend some time just looking at the menu and seeing what I really like. Uh, but what if you're with family, what if you're? It's a business meeting. I've had a business meeting actually in your restaurant, and I was like, "Well, I really want something nice, but I really haven't got time. I'm not here really for the food. I'm here for the business." So I wanted to look for something quickly that I knew I'd like, and they, they came up and ordered. It was like a special burger, and I went, "Yep, I love that." But it was like sometimes you don't have enough time to look through if there's too much information. Right. And that's a good thing with the menu too, is that you have the ability to throw in seasonable and and uh, special items. Like mm. a, you have a special menu for the day. So today's yeah. we got our fresh soup is this, and we've got this. Anyways, it's just something presented to the customer so that they can identify, and then they know what they're paying for. It. Mm. Um, How do you feel about the way they write the price? How do I feel about because it? Because you might be listening to this and thinking, William, what, what the hell are you talking about? What, what, what the hell is this? But this is true. There is a way of writing the price that is supposed to make you not be as concerned about the cost. A restaurant I used to work with in England swapped. They took the pound sign off the beginning, first of all. So it just said like 11 instead of £11.99. First of all, that, that makes people think, they see the pound sign or the dollar sign and they think money got to be careful. I haven't got much money. Right. So a lot of places have now taken the dollar and the pound sign off the menu. But what a lot of places, including the, the nice place that I used to work, they did it and I didn't like it because it seemed manipulative is instead of 11 pound 50, they put 11.5. When you see 11.5, that's legally giving the information you need to give, Mm -hmm. but people don't look at 11.5 and think money. So if they're going to go, oh, 16.5, well, that's all right. It's not 16 pounds and 50 pence. Right. I Sorry, I don't know why I'm going the old school. I know, you're really country you're pricing. We use <laughs> dollars and cents here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what I mean. How, how do you price things in, in locals, for example? Well, and I mean, that's... 
I flip back and forth on this. Like sometimes, yeah. you know, there's the old key one that if it's a eleven ninety nine instead of twelve dollars, yep. it's you know, it's that that price. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm not paying yeah. I'm not paying twelve dollars. I'm only paying eleven dollars. Yeah, yeah. Even though you're really paying twelve dollars, right? <laughs> yeah. Um and it's funny, it's just it's a mind sense thing, you know. Uh I mean, for me, uh I, I kinda like to round it just to give a, a straight number. But yeah. then a lot of it too is you're going through your food costing and pricing your items of how much they cost you to put on the yeah. on the on the plate. So that's kind of where you go. And you have a bit of flexibility. I mean when you're doing something you want it to look, you know, enter you you want the you don't want like one thing that's like four hundred dollars on your menu and the thing next to it is like three ninety nine, right? Right. Like it just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just it throws with your head. So there has to be a bit of a balance in making the menu look proper. Yeah. And I think another thing too is that a lot of people forget like the positioning on a menu where you put stuff is where your eyes drawn to it. Right. I don't have the answers for that right now, but I remember doing a, a course once about menu writing and then just where you physically put the the menu, you always find the, you know, the things at the very top or at the very bottom yep, yep. sell more than anything else. And it's literally because people go read through and the stuff in the middle, they don't always like connect with, whereas they'll draw so their eyes to another spot on the page. You'll get that a lot when you get a set menu, like a lunchtime set menu to get people through the door. You might find like Indian restaurants do this quite a lot where there's less of a lunch offering, but they really want to get you through the door. They might do a set menu for 12 bucks. Now, they might, they don't make the money off that. They make the money, obviously, no, no surprise there on drinks, but also sides upsells appetizers so what they'll do is they'll have the set menu items in the least prominent place because everyone's going to have that anyway but then they're like oh onion bargies you know all these little extra things which you'll see and they'll be highly prominent yes exactly Uh, one other thing as well to look out for is the number seven is quite key the number seven um denotes value for money so whenever you see in dollar stores they have the something and 97 cents really that makes people think it's value for money 99 means it's not the number above that don't worry you're not spending 12 dollars you're spending (laughs) 11.99 97 11.97 it makes people think it's good value for money so if you're ever looking at one of my listings when i'm selling a house it's always something in 97 because it it tells people hey this is a good price Ah. So now I know where the value of my house comes from or the sale price for my house came from. Indeed. This is the Edible Valley Food and Real Estate Podcast with William Stringer and John Fraser. All right. Well, let's uh, slip over here and start. we'll uh, start talking about some of the different um, menus that are available. Um, I was thinking, like, let's start off with the a la carte menu. Okay. Yeah. So it sounds fancy. It's French. But it's incredibly common. It's well, well, let's get real. Like, yeah. everything comes from France. Like, the whole food system is set up around France. So, oh, as an Englishman, I'm just kind of. I know you're literally like no. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the a la carte is basically uh, it's uh, translates to on the card. Okay, that means on the card. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, so it's basically what's on the menu. So you can. Pick apart anything you want. You can buy okay. individually, right? Which is pretty much a standard for most restaurants mm. that you go yeah. into. You're like, oh, I want the. I'll have a soup, and then I'll have the steak, and then I'll have the cheesecake. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, and then and you're paying for each one of those prices mm. individually. Okay. Should we go on the next one? Now we were struggling to pronounce this one. 
But you have the translation for it, right? Yeah, where is it? Page, page three. Um, John has given me notes to look through today. <laughs> John loves writing notes. <laughs> I love it. Uh, right, so we're pronouncing this um, tabla dote. Tabla dote. You got it. Yeah, tabla dote. I'm right. glad I was leaving that for you. <laughs> <laughs> you knew. You bastard. <laughs> uh, uh, what is tabla dote, John? Uh, will that translate to the table of the host? Okay. Okay. So this is a preset selection of dishes uh, at a set price. So, okay. So basically, it'd be like your set menu where you have a couple choices. Okay. Of dessert or of appetizers, yeah. a couple it's, choices of entrees, yeah. and then a couple choices of desserts. Nice. Is All basically right. the key key to that one. Basically, the customer gets to pay a, a set price. Uh, gets to try a bunch of different courses. Yeah. Um, the menu can be a little bit more limited in the selections for the customers, which makes it a little bit easier for restaurants to push through. Mm. Uh, it's something I do a lot when we have like big parties. Yeah. You know, when you have 50, 60 people coming in for dinner, you give them this nice set menu. So then you're not running all over the kitchen trying to assemble 50 yeah. individual de- a la carte menu items, right? Like everyone's like, oh, I'll have the soup. And yeah. <laughs> anyways, it becomes um, a little bit more of a nightmare. So you can sort of bulk everything together. So you're nice. like, oh, I've got 50 chickens I have to do. And I've got three salmon to do. And, you know, yeah. four beefs. So. All of that malarkey. Right. Buffet menu. Well, we all know that. Jimmy Buffett menu. The Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett. Buffett menu. You know, Jimmy Buffett passed away. I heard that. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Um, now, what was your favorite Jimmy Buffett song? Like Margaritaville? Yeah. I mean, it's always going to be Margaritaville. Not for me, f- though. No? Cheeseburger in Paradise. Oh. It's a cheeseburger in paradise. And I can sing that because it's uh, it's a food podcast. <laughs> there we go. Two things are married. We'll have to put that into the, the mix for later. Yeah. God bless his song. God, God bless his song. God bless his soul. What an yeah. absolutely wonderful man. What a legend. He always cheers me up with his music. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, yeah, you have the, a buffet menu, which is going to basically just give you a presentation of basically what's on the buffet. Yeah. And it's usually it's usually a set price, right? So, uh, Tasting menu. Ah, so the classic tasting menu, which is also going to be, um, it's going to be like a prefix menu, uh, which will be what you're looking at as you're having, it's basically going to be the, you're getting several courses and it's going to be small items that you get to flavorfully taste. And it's going to be up to the chef's discretion. Why would someone do a tasting menu then? To see what the chef can do. So you might do that before a meal? No, this I would it would be a full meal because yeah. but instead of having like, you know, you know, one big meal with all your yeah. things on that, you can have different samples of each thing. So yeah. you can throw out oh, I was writing one the other day, which, you know, we'd have some raw oysters to start and then a nice uh, crispy arugula salad, you know, followed up with a piece of um, ling cod, you know, braised, yeah, yeah, yeah. braised ling cod, and then oh, maybe we'll throw a beef cheek on there or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. And then followed by a creme brulee. Like, Beautiful. Well, now, we went uh, we went to locals restaurant uh, in Courtney uh, a few months ago, and we, we ate like... Uh, 16th century kings. We ate. Uh, is is Henry the Eighth 16th century? We ate like Henry the Eighth, and guess. I looked a bit like him on the way out. And that guy <laughs> ate very well for oh, sure. It was so good. And a tasting menu. I mean, we're not familiar with a lot of the types of food they make in locals. I just came out being like, oh my 
God, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. But there's there's like eight or nine layers to it. In that situation, tasting menu is, is excellent. Yeah, and it's, it basically becomes a, a culinary journey. And it's I, an experience. Yeah. 100%. And yeah. I've done tasting menus all over the place. It's yeah. something I really like to do because yeah. I'm, a, I'm a small sampler guy. Like yeah. I like to come in and try a little bit here, a little bit here. I'm not a as much a meat and potatoes person yeah. when I come in. So sometimes like an a la carte thing doesn't work for me where I'll go to the appetizer menu and sample yeah. through like three or four appetizer things. All right. Um, beverage menus. Yes. <laughs> now this is one I want to talk about with going back and doing a podcast about cocktails. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Cause I like a little one. bit of mixing and a little bit, and that's a great, ex- great thing of, of a beverage menu, right? Like you're putting your drinks on there. So your sodas, your specialty drinks, you know, your wine list can be on there. And, you know, you usually get a food menu and a beverage menu. Yep, 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 it's yep. It's kind of the, the thing when you go into a restaurant. And it's something that's separated, and especially if you go into a pub where, you know, like that's most of their sales come from drinks. Yeah. Because they're quick, they're easy, and yeah. you make good profit off of nice. it. Nice. Yeah. Job done. Dessert. Dessert at the Dessert. at the finish to finish it off. Like it's always one of those things. Like as we we're talking about menus, you were saying like being overloaded. So if you have a menu, you have your regular menu, and then you have a dessert menu. So you don't have to like you don't have to go through all at one time and be like, oh, I want an appetizer and entree, and then once I finish, then it's a, and it gives the server a chance to upsell too, right? Yeah. Come up to you and be like, oh, have you tried our apple pie? It is well, amazing. Well, you know what is. The because be- I, I spent many years as a server and probably quite a half-hearted server. I think anyone would would agree. And I would just be like, "Oh, we like dessert," which is the worst thing because if someone has said, "Are we doing dessert?" No, the table have already planned whether they're having it or not. Of course. So then now there are ways of short-circuiting their brains. Of course. Who's in the mood for chocolate? Or just go straight into it. Um, don't say, "Here's the menu." Don't say, "Would you like desserts?" These are all things that they're ready for. Hey, we've got a special on chocolate mousse. Who fancies a chocolate mousse? One for the table? All share? Four spoons? Or one each? You know, going straight in like that, it's oh. so easy for them to be like, oh, our chocolate mousse for the road. Yeah, there's uh, that little bit, you know, you're like, you know what? Have you tried our, our cheesecake, our chocolate cheesecake? And people mm. are just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. You, you know? know, we make it here. We make it here in house. Morning. has this beautiful four berry sauce on top of it. and Yeah sold job done yeah. yes and also the four spoons because then uh people are knowing well it's not a whole cheesecake or i'm not full but we all want a little bit mm-hmm. everyone wants the little bit a little bit like a period at the end of a sentence and it's the other thing is that you may get one or two people who are like oh i gotta have that cheesecake and the other person who's like mm, let's have the creme brulee you know it's just it's just yeah. putting that out there love it that's a so, serving trip <laughs> uh, <laughs> a uh dessert menu then what should that look like should just look very simple, plain, easy. Right. All simple. Like, simple. Yeah. I, I mean, that's me. I mean, yeah. it also depends on the, the style of restaurant you're at too, right? Yeah. Like there's, if you're in a place that has a picture, I mean, a picture's worth a thousand words, right? So having a couple presentations of there nice. isn't a bad idea, right? Because my thinking is that if you, when you go into a restaurant, you're going to have a meal. When they put the menu in front of you, you're going to have a burger, you're going to have, you know, scallops or what, whatever you're looking at. Of course. But you might not necessarily have a dessert menu. So if it's in any way inhibiting for you to look at they'll just go no don't want a dessert yeah yeah. so you have to go the extra mile with the dessert menu because it's an upsell just like a drink you have to be like oh the fruit in this drink is amazing Mm. or you know i think you have to go the extra mile 
When you're doing the food menu, it's a branding exercise and preparing them for the meal. But with desserts, they could say no to that. So you have to draw them in. We also do, when, like at locals, with our menu, we have a drink special, like some after coffees, you know. Really? And, and is it written down? Yeah, it's all written down. So one side would be our drink specials. So a couple coffee drinks and stuff like that and a couple uh, port wines and stuff. Yeah, that yeah, would yeah. be a nice finishing as well as we have our, our dessert menu. Love it. Yeah. Uh, special menus. Everybody loves a special. You yeah. know, it's a way for the kitchen to be creative. It's a way to showcase something that's just in season, especially, or something that, and uh, this is going to sound awful, but it's something that you have too much of that you need to move, you know, like. Well, a lot of people, that's, I feel that's been publicized a lot now. A mm-hmm. lot of people are like, oh, that's a way of getting rid of yesterday's whatever. Yes. Um, a lot of places now call it like feature menu. I know Atlas call it their feature menu. Yes. I know they're not doing it for that because they're always, you know, for, for, to my knowledge, their, their special is a fresh thing and the chef's just, that's, that's amazing. That's it. Yeah. But for other places, it's been kind of published, published as this is a way of getting rid of it. So a lot of places are say is steering away from the word special. Yeah. And, and when I say like getting rid of something, it's like, you've got something fresh. Yeah. That's just come in. Yeah. And you know that your regular menu, you're going to sell five of them. Yeah. But if you change it up a little bit and give another offer, it's something that's going to catch someone's eye and appeal. So like if I get in a whole bunch of like really nice sockeye salmon, yeah, that's something I'm going to feature because like it's, I can, I get a deal on it. Yeah. They can get a deal on it. It can be something different. It gives me a bit of a challenge to play with this product and, and do something that's outside of what I would normally do with it. Yeah. So. Love it. Okay, a little joke for you. Got this uh, from Mitch Hedberg. It's not really even a joke. It's just to to remember that if you're going fishing and you're throwing the fish back, that that is quite a selfish thing because you just made that fish late for something. <laughs> All right, just remember that. I will remember that. <laughs> uh, uh, take out menus. Take out menus. That is the new world we live in. It is quite common we just, now, isn't it? We're just getting it. We're just having a conversation before yeah. this about how you were saying how fast foods are getting to the point that they want to just be takeout food. Yeah. I mean, well, we'll talk about this another time, but I was watching a documentary about this yesterday. And the key thing with places like McDonald's, Wendy's, these big producers of fast food is looking forward, it's, it's speed. That is it. Speed. And I don't think that's that's not only just in these fast food joints. Like you look at a lot of like brew pubs and stuff like that where they have that. You come up to the till and you order right there yeah. and then they give you a number and they bring out the food to you, right? Like yeah. we're really concentrating yeah. that. And that's a, that's a form of takeout, you know? And then we have stuff like Skip the Dishes and, oh, yeah. and Uber Eats and all these kind of crazy, which all of a sudden brings takeout. Like there used to be a time when you could only order pizza and Chinese food. Because they'd have their own delivery now guys. Now you can order washing up liquid to your door. Everything, yeah. It's crazy. It's just mind-boggling. Yeah. But. Um, okay, now I used to do, uh, I for a little while did during the pandemic. I, do you remember when, I, when we, me and John were living together during the pandemic? And we did a podcast about you doing the the delivery yeah, 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 grocery yeah. store. What yeah. was it called again? Instacart. Instacart, yeah. yeah. Now I'll tell you what, I've got some stories for you. And I'm not going to tell you now. I'll tell you <laughs> one of them. I accidentally delivered... Uh, a bunch of groceries to the what was known as the the local drug house fun times yeah and two doors down anyway realized my mistake because it got reported as not delivered right i was really close so i went back 
and I realized it was the wrong house. Oh. So I went to the right house and I was like, really sorry. And she's like, which house did you live it to? And I pointed to the house two doors and she went, oh, that's the drug house. I said, all right, I'll go and go back to you. And she's like, I don't really want it if it's been in there. I went and knocked on the door. A woman came to the door. All right. Right. Chewing. All right. <laughs> she's like, yes, can I help you? And I was like, and I could see she was in another world, bless her. Right. And I said, and I said, yeah, I actually, you know, delivered a really light heart. I delivered this food by mistake. Can I, uh, can I have it back? And she was like, all right, I'll be back. <laughs> she came back. Everything had been opened. The muffins. And she tried to like tie it back together and oh, screw no. everything. I mean, like she had it. The bread had been open. She had ransacked all of the cookies and everything like that she was like there you go <laughs> i was like thank you very much indeed um, and i thought what's the point bless her she's she was a nice woman I, I was convinced she didn't entirely know what she did so uh and then the woman was like i'm not touching that so uh, yeah completely understandable <laughs> um okay room service well yeah of course you know there's always a uh, the menu the room service every time you're in a hotel that's uh one of those things, and you know, always be careful because there's always a huge upcharge for those yep, ones. Yep, so, yep, 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 but yep. you're paying for for what you're getting, right? Yeah. So that's how hotels have a person on staff just to be able to run up. They got to pay that person. Can you so. do like skip the dishes to a hotel? Uh yes, I know a few people that have done it. Really? Yeah, actually, so that, I was at a hotel the just recently, and there was a gentleman walking in there and had a bunch of bags. So that could hurt the hotel's business. Uh, I I imagine it does hurt a little bit, but it's yeah. no different than someone going out and ordering food in any way in a going out to another restaurant yeah. around the corner. But maybe so. they need to tighten up their game a little bit. If you can go to a get another nice restaurant's food, any nice restaurant's food delivered mm-hmm. to your hotel versus. The restaurant that happens to be downstairs. I will say that the bonus of room service is they bring you the plates and the cutlery. Right. And all so it's actually nice. Adders. It's not all bags. Yeah. So you're not eating out of paper containers. So it's it's personal, your own personal choice. That's what Interesting. I like to say. Uh, okay. Uh, cafeteria menu. Cafeteria menu. And you know what? Like, let's, you know, we've all been to a cafeteria. You know, it's basically the board. What's up there? You know, you can pull off what you want, put it on your tray, and yeah. then take it down to the end and pay for it. And usually, they do that on BC ferries. Uh, I was just thinking about menu. that's my uh, yeah. that was my example, right? Yeah. Like you're like, get in there, and miraculously, you can buy a beer on a BC ferries now. Oh, is that new? Yeah, it's brand new. Cool. <laughs> I guess if you're not driving the other end, it's quite a good idea. It, uh, we walked on for a football game for my brother's birthday. Yeah, yeah, and you have to provide ID. And, and then that's it. And then I think you're, and then they give you a stamp and you're only allowed two beer. Oh, really? Yeah. And Good, so you, you're not getting hammered. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's no option on that one. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, it was a very interesting thing. Yeah. Uh, very expensive, but it was one of those things where like, we're on BC fairs. We're going to have a beer. I have good memories of cafeterias. I remember going, uh, in the nineties, the early nineties with my mum and my grandmother to a department store and we'd get called Debenhams or BHS, British home stores. And there'd always be a little cafeteria upstairs or a big cafeteria. And it was so nineties. You grab a tray, you work your way along, you've got the Pepsi, you hold, you get the cup, you, <laughs> you know, and then you, there's a woman behind you like, I'll go lasagna, please. Or chips, bungs it on a plate, continue along, you know, woman on the end, beep, 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 3.99 please. And then you're gone. You know, and I, I know the food wasn't amazing and it's mass produced and it's charmless, but I have such good memories of that time. 
Yeah. Oh, it, I totally get it. Yeah. It just really reminds me of not the best food in the world, but my God. But it's good times. Good times. I want to skip down to here. We got digital menu because that's the new thing, right? Yeah. And that is, that's hitting your fast food joints. That's hitting everywhere. But you ordering online. Right. That's become a thing that, that I've been getting into a little bit where you get online and you pre-pick your food and then there's a pickup time and you just show up there. You don't have to talk to anyone. Where do you do that here? Uh, I've done that at a couple places. Uh, really? We've gone for sushi. Uh, we've gone for pizza. So that's become more and more common. It's coming where more. you order on an app or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. I think in the big city, it's definitely a much bigger, yeah. bigger thing than it is here. But I think it's something that's coming along because it's, I mean, even if you go into Starbucks, yeah, I they, mean, want, they want you to do that now. You've got the app, yeah. so you, they don't even want you at the till. So, um, okay, moving on. We run out of time. We run, so let's just push on. We're just um, multi-course menu. Well, we kind of got into that with the uh, the fixed course menus and the. Uh, yeah. Come on, you remember what it's called now? Yeah, tablet dough. Tablet dough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it then. So it's so good to be back. Yes. Excellent to finally sit down with you yeah, again, and yeah. we're gonna hopefully keep this more regular. Yeah, and well, we'll, no, we're not. Hopefully, we one hundred percent will. Will has now decided yeah. that this is his life goal to yeah. make sure that I step up and always have something ready to go. And I've been working on a bunch of scripts for us with a bunch of ideas, and so we're gonna round up a few guests and get them in there and find out what they're doing in the wonderful world of food in in our edible valley here. And if you haven't been on the podcast yet, uh, write to us through Facebook and you come on the podcast. We'd love to have you in here. We're always learning, always <laughs> interested. I mean, the whole reason we do this podcast is to talk to people and find out what got them into the food industry and why they make such amazing food for all of us to share. I love it. Uh, so um, that's it uh, for now. We'll be back in a fortnight. I'm William Stringer. I work with 98.9 Jet FM, the Comox Valley's best rock. I'm also a realtor. So if you're looking at uh, buying or selling, you can write to me. Let's <laughs> <laughs> put a little plug in there. And I'm Chef Jonathan Fraser, one of the owners of Locals Restaurant. Uh, and I have a whole bunch of other titles as well. But I just want to encourage you to listen to us and share share your stories. If you have something out there of some great menus you've heard over the time, we'd love to hear about it from you. For now, have a great one. Cheers. Cheers. And that wraps up another episode of the Edible Valley podcast. Thanks for tuning in. And a special thanks goes to the local businesses that help support our podcast. They make it possible for us to showcase your local food community. We'd love you to follow us on your preferred social media at Edible Valley, where you can check out our blog, find recipes and tips behind the scenes. And of course, keep a lookout for where we are going to turn up next in your Edible Valley. <laughs> laugh that much because it was so funny i'm recording now all right uh, it's recording hello are we just gonna start like this let's just start like all this right, well then. hello <laughs> this is the edible valley podcast i'm william stringer and we're bringing out the menu books and we're gonna take a little bit look into this is horrible entry let's start over again sorry <laughs> I totally got I don't mind. You didn't say your name. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm like, we need to start right. over. Definitely start this up. It doesn't matter if we get it okay. wrong. People Let's like just that. do that. Yeah. Beep, 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 do you want beep, the beep, headphones beep, on or are you? Oh, yeah. Go on then. Okay. Ready again? <laughs>